Okay. Wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Gotta get the paper. Every morning gotta go and get the paper. And a nice cup of coffee. And we are the Raving Geeks, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in with us for two years. But today is a special, special episode. This is the last episode of the founding crew of the core unit. Uh, Malachi Barrett and Tyler Guza are graduating. They are getting the fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. Don't jinx, don't jinx me, man. They are getting the hell out of here. Uh, so this is our last Raving Geeks episode with them. Uh, it is a tender, tender freaking moment. Forty-seven episodes. Hell, you were probably there for about twenty of those-ish. I'm a little upset we didn't hit fifty. We had some scheduling problems this year and didn't make it to five zero. We were three away. Yeah, we were close. Three well, away. This is an extra well, this long one. Actually, so let's just say this is an extra long one. Let's just say that. So we we could release it in like four four little four segments. Four. Yep. So that there it is, guys. We're coming to the end. Uh, Kelsey and I are taking over. It's in good hands, the best hands. We got a new host, Jordan Hermione. If you're out there, Jordan, you're one of us. Yep. You're now taking the role. This is, we're launching Raving Geeks Phase 2. Phase 2. Yep. Phase 3 at this point. I'm definitely the Hawkeye of our, of our <laughs> <laughs> So we've covered a lot. We've talked about a lot. We've had some fun. We've had some jokes. We're going to remember our, our best moments at the end. But uh, we're going to start, as we usually do, talking with a hit of news. But since like this is a very personal episode, we're going to talk about very, very specific news. We're going to talk about the weekend. Because yeah. Malachi had a, had a pretty extensively epic weekend. I was a part of it for a very short period of time. Yeah, I had a whirlwind of a time. Let me tell you. We, so we had our CM Life Banquet on Friday. And we kind of purged all of the emotions out at that time. Snap stories were really fun to watch. I bet they were. I, yeah. love, <laughs> I love watching the snap stories. And uh, our, our good good friend, uh, Adrian Hedden, flew in with his brother for the occasion. He's out in Tennessee right now, Bristol, Tennessee. Flew in all the way from Tennessee. Yeah, he, he got on like three connecting flights to get here, too. That's dedication. And we just tore it up the whole weekend, basically. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go into some of the more lurid details of our debauchery. It gets gritty. But it was pretty bad. So I'm, I'm recovering. I got my tea on me today. But I want to tell you guys about IWB, the Independent Wrestling Federation here in town. Uh, actually, the old uh, podcast Lasered used to do, Ringmaster, mm-hmm. uh, they, some of like the later episodes, they started interviewing some of these wrestlers, so go check those out. Those are still on our iTunes, I'm pretty sure, uh, and those are just the preserved gems. But IWE is a local access uh, wrestling like league, I guess. Like it's, it's kind of like Mount Pleasant specific, and they film out of the MAC TV uh, studio downtown, so everybody like the Black Zone. It's a really weird building, I didn't even know it existed until... Adrian did a a set of stories about these guys, and that's kind of how we made the connection. So every two weeks, they put on a show, like an hour-long show. This was like a double feature. It was like an hour and a half. (laughs) The double-header. Yeah. (laughs) We we had no idea what we were going to get into. Um, At one point, I'm sitting in the stands, and there's a man, a a grown man, kneeing another grown man in the head, saying, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost – then his partner, who has his entire left hand taped up with the word YOLO on it, starts chanting YOLO, YOLO, as his priest, who, who by now has let this other guy go, 
and force thumbtacks onto the floor of the of the like arena or whatever you want to call it, the ring, you know, the little pizza box square ring that they're in. Picks up the guy who he was just kneeing in the head, recounting like Bible verses and stuff, and throws him back first into these tacks. And they're like they're like stuck in there. Nobody's ever seen that before. Just like the absurdity of it all kind of dawned on me when, when I'm watching a, a guy who's like gimmick is that he's a priest and his brother will vendetta. Doing the sign of the cross over the guy. Yeah. Oh, what a great name too, by the way. See, I wish I wish church was that interesting for me, you know? Why come on Catholics, you gotta step the game here. I, I think my favorite part about wrestling is that and I'm not like a huge like wrestling fan or anything, but I just think it's it's a lot like superheroes, you know? They have all of these gimmicks. The gimmicks are the best. Okay, so there's uh, Jack Christ, he's the black diamond. <laughs> he is yeah, I remember Adrian talking about the black Wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Hey guys, this episode of Raving Geeks has been sponsored by The Hall of Heroes. Located in Campus Court next to Subway, The Hall of Heroes is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Visit their website at www.hallofheroesllc.com and let The Hall of Heroes become your go-to comic book destination. My synopsis is real, never had that old D-Mixie feel with cats who make waves and after you get a 360 deal. Stuntman Mike. He's turned from a hero to a villain. Uh, <laughs> Mike used to like come out into the crowd and like entertain these kids and stuff, and he was like a really good guy, you know. This he's a stuntman, he's like a crash test dummy kind of thing. He has like a helmet, and so he's jumping off stuff, like a high fly guy. And uh, he's like getting like beleaguered by. Uh, he's like disillusioned now after like trying to help people. What did it ever get him? Now that he's got like the title belt, he's like been corrupted. So that's. <laughs> See where that storyline has progressed so far? Yeah. Fantastic. And the, the best thing is too is that like you, you said it best, and Adrian brings us up all the time, is that like we had we had our comic books, right? We had our superheroes and we definitely have these movies now, but like growing up that was that was Adrian's front for superheroes. It was just interesting too, because he reads a lot of comic books. Yeah. So for him to make that connection is really kinda cool too. Yeah, I, I myself am an independent wrestling star. <laughs> So this is not the first time that Malachi has been in the halls of uh, IWE, right? He has he has been there once before. This was last year, correct? Yeah, this was uh, on a football tailgate Saturday. Uh, it was around the same time that, that Adrian was doing his stories about these guys. So he can always go check them out and have fun with you know, them and tell you what they're into or, or get ripped up. And uh, he was in there one time, and the whole point of like being in the crowd of these things is like you have to like yell at them to, at the wrestling. Absolutely. Like this guy's getting like choked on the ropes, and you're like you're yelling is like what gets him like you know jacked up into a, like a rage and everything. So like you're really encouraged to like participate a lot. And it's kind of like where does the line end because they're all like acting and it's like treated very seriously, you know. So uh, this this tag team group, uh, these two villains were winning. They were like cheating, you know, and all that stuff. So the crowd would boo at them and yell bad things at them, and uh, they had. I think they, like, just won the match by, like, cheating. These are, like, two bigger guys. They're, like, probably six feet tall. They're, like, pretty heavy guys. And nobody can get really, like, great shape with these things. They're just, like, older guys in the ring. Yeah. Uh, but they're big dudes. And I yell at them, like, you know, why don't you take on someone your own size? <laughs> they're big guys, and they just, you know, they're just big fat guys. And they just kind of make fun of me a little bit. There. By the way, fans, 
yelling, why don't you take someone on your own size, never ends well. No, don't... especially when you're not their size. Exactly. Yeah. Do not do it. And this is where things, you know, kind of went off the rails. Sure. The guy yells at me, okay, why don't you come up here then, <laughs> into the ring. And, I, you know, I, I was like, well, I probably shouldn't do that, you know. So I'm, I'm sitting in my seat, and I'm like, uh, just trying to, like, look away from him. But he was egging you on, right? Yeah, he came across the ring. He was on the other side. He turned around. <laughs> Like, standing at the ropes, lifted the rope up and said, why don't you get in here then again to me? You know, he's pointing right at me. I want you, Balboa. I want you. And look, I mean, you don't have to tell me twice. That sounds fun. Sure. (laughs) And you're already lit, too, right? Yeah, yeah. And and everybody there is, like, chanting now. Because, like, I don't – were you there, Ben? I was not there. I was supposed to go, but I missed out that day because I was doing God knows what. Yeah, so our friends are are chanting. I I had so many nicknames in life there. One time I was called Meat. Meat. Yeah, and they, just they were, a piece of meat. Yeah, it was just a piece of meat. And they were like, meat, 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 get in there, you know? So now already I'm in the stands. I have a nickname now. I'm like, I'm your hype. You're ready to go. I'm hyped. So I jump, jump in there. And as soon as I come across the ropes, these guys come at me. <laughs> <laughs> just mercilessly, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> they come at me. And I, I was a wrestler in high school, uh, like actual wrestling, you know? Not, uh, not professional wrestling? No, uh, wrestling. Rassler. Yeah, I was a wrestler. Yeah, You're a wrestler. I was grabbing butts and stuff. So, like, I know how to like handle my body in there. Like, I know how to like move Ooh, around and stuff. Tell us more. Let's take a break. Heard it here first. So I, I kind of knew like how to move around and everything. I knew how to grapple a little bit. So they come at me, and uh, I duck under one guy, and I get behind him, and I put him in like a headlock. And the other guy comes at me, and while I'm holding him, I grab him, and he's a headlock <laughs> too. So not only am I in the ring, I'm like winning. It's like, <laughs> The producers are like freaking like I can see them like the announcers are like I don't I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> they cut the feed so none of this actually exists anywhere. You can't actually go see it. You guys have to like take my word. This out. is rarity. This is like true to form rarity. IWE. Yeah. So I let one of the one of the guys go. I get on top of the other guy and I I lean back. So I'm like laying down and like I have this guy in a headlock like behind me, you know. And I look at Adrian and Adrian's like. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, I can't believe it. I was there. I would have jumped from like the top rope thing and like body slam someone. I mean, how did that, dude? You and me, how did God? We would be a great tag, tag team. team tag team shit. Tag team it up, Raving man. Raving geeks, dude. I think we found our next gig, dude. <laughs> I didn't want to say before, but actually, we're not graduating. We're going. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We're not. This is all a lie, and this is all news to us too. It's so me, I'm sandwich. So. You're sandwich. Asian kid had said though, it was like when you're watching like Batman or something like that with your friend into the TV and helps Batman like, fight <laughs> That was his moment for you, yeah. right? So I look at him and I know that he's loving this. And I, <laughs> and I got the guy in the headlock and I like pull up on him. You know? I pull up on him and I point and I'm having a great time. So the judge or one of the referees that comes at They call the fight, right? Yeah, well, no, not even that. Not even like the bell or the ding or anything. Starts choking. <laughs> <laughs> so the ref is like choking you out so now. I'm not only fighting these two tag team guys, I'm fighting the referee. And the referee's not playing got me in like a legit like choke like he's a, he's like cutting the hair off you know <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like like spazzing up there on stage you know he's got in the headlock and he whispers in my ear like hey are you done now are you done and I'm like never you guys made me do this <laughs> this is your fault yeah this is all of your fault so they throw me out of there and, they, and on my way out I'm like well wait what, what, like, what did I do I thought I was doing what they wanted me to do you know they yeah 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 Sure enough, you know, a couple minutes later, some of the wrestlers come out and they're like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, that was really 
really crazy that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> this is like an unprecedented moment for us. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I do a few weeks. Go check it out every once in a while. It's free. Uh, there's always like a little bit of room for seating. Uh, although a couple times we had to use the gate, we did have to stay in the hallway. But it's fun, just like going through like squares and neighborhood, and you can basically yell as much as you want, and it's it's a really fun time out there. But didn't didn't something else happen? Wasn't there a second moment of you at the restaurant? Yeah. So part two of this. So you, you wonder how easy it is for this to happen. Like, <laughs> you know, By the way, Tyler, that was the best segue I've heard out of you like in this entire show. Dude, congratulations. Yeah. Carry on. I'm sorry. <laughs> and once He's again, you pointed it out, which ruins the segment. Every yeah, single time. I cringe when I hear it on the album. Yeah. Like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks the momentum right out of you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you wonder how easily this is to happen to you uh, when you go to this IWGP. Uh, so we were there this weekend with Adrian, and uh, everything was going great. Apocalypse, who's like this mystery team, like this guy is massive. He's like probably six feet. Not your size. No, <laughs> not your size. And he's got like this long hair, like the Undertaker. You know, he's a, he's a villain. He's a bad guy. They have like a Jim McMahon kind of like guy now. They have like a manager who comes out. He's like, this is the title fight, and you know, it's it was crazy. <laughs> this guy, uh, I think he won. I, I don't quite remember, but uh, at one point he grabs a championship belt of the guy that he was fighting, and he like puts it up in the air. And I was like, hey, you didn't earn that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Oh uh, God! Adrian's like, you better stay in your seat, man. Look at Sydney, who's with us too. You know, Sydney's been the manager manager here. Seeing us, probably mortified. Doesn't know what to fucking think. <laughs> and I just said to her, I was like, this is how it happens <laughs> every time. I was like, this is. I See, that's why. That's why you and I aren't allowed to hang out now, Tom. Yeah. It's like I would be the friend that's like, not only should you go in there, but I've got your back, dude. Like, yeah. I, I, I got you. It's not like the I got your back when you go in and I'm towards the top. Like I will be. <laughs> no, cut him off. Cut him off. Uh, what we also did this weekend is we, we went and hung out with Ben uh, for quite a long time until like four in the morning. I think. So backtrack a little bit. Okay, so Adrian flew in. He does not have a vehicle, right? So he is like wa- either walking or like calling a cab to hop around Mount Pleasant, right? So it's funny enough. And so like I was like, hey man, I haven't seen you in a minute, so I'll hang out with you. And so we were hanging out, doing our thing. Drove him to banquet, which was fun. And then afterwards, I was like, hey, man, just hit me up if you want to chill. As usual, my phone died, right? So I was completely incommunicado with anybody. And around, like, 11 o'clock, I'm like, oh, Adrian probably should have called me. I was like, oh, God, my phone's dead. So I plug it in. I, like, immediately frantically, like, hey, man, you want to chill or something like that? No answer, right? So I think he's pissed at me. I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I blew you off. Out of nowhere, I get, like, a stream of, like, texts from him. Like, he's like, come to the bird right now. We're at the bird, blah, 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 blah. I was like, do you want to chill? Like, I can bring you back because I don't drink, you know? And he's like, yes. And he's like, Malachi wants to talk about Batman. And Dom wants to come too. Dom is Dom is our new editor in chief, yeah. good friend of ours, right? Dom is editor in chief. Congratulations, Dom. Yeah. Dominic Dominic Mastrangelo, right? Yeah. So, 
Anyway, so I'm like, well, this is great. So me and my girlfriend, we get in the car, we roll up there, I go into the bird, and it's like, it's like, it's a happy moment. Everybody's happy to see me, but there's no Malachi and there is no Adrian, right? And I'm like, so hey guys, where's where's Malachi and Adrian? They're like, I don't know, they're around here somewhere, right? And they're like, Malachi's really drunk. And I was like, okay, cool. I mean, as you should be, right? You're partying, it's the end of the year, you know, it's a good time. So I'm just hanging out, and all of a sudden I see Dom come out of the corner. He's like, we have got to go right now. And it's like, we got to get out of here. Every, <laughs> every, everybody's, like, drunk and freaking out. I was like, we just got to gotta go, right? So we rallied up the troops. Yeah, right? So we rallied up the troops, right? We get in my car. It's just, like, shenanigans because everybody in that car is pretty wasted except for me and Emily, right? Fun times. And it's me, you know, so I'm, I'm buying water for people. We get back to the house. We, we start hanging out, you know. I plug in Battlefront, right? And Malachi, he's like, cannot play this game whatsoever. First of all, I'm enamored by just how cool it is. Because I've been wanting to play Battlefront. We just never made the time to, like, go do it. So I was like, finally, you know. It's, I got it's my hands the moment. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was so, like, the graphics are so beautiful. And it's like, oh, this is like Star Wars. So I'm, like, just running around in circles. But to anyone else, I mean, Ben would probably sit there like, Jesus Christ, Yeah, had no plug in. So eventually, I was like, all right, all right, we're just gonna we're gonna play some some Squadron for a minute, right? So we did some Squadron. It's still not no no dice couldn't happen. That has to be like even worse, probably. Yeah, no, it is. And if you can't like if you haven't like sat down and play it for like a long period of time, the controls are just really wonky, right? Yeah. So we're getting a little bored. He's getting frustrated. So I have my PS3. So that was on the PS4. We lo- load up my PS3. We're playing DC versus Mortal Kombat, which was epic. Yeah. Right? Good few rounds. Adrian could not hang. And every single time, like, he would just be, like, talking at us while we were fighting. And it'd be, like, just a, some inane BS, right? It'd be, like, nothing nothing related to what we're doing. And he's like, come on, guys, shut off the game. We're like, Adrian, shut up. I can't concentrate, right? So we get through all of this, and Emily goes to sleep or in my apartment, and I kid you not, this is like it's like one in the morning already, right? One or one or two in the morning, and Malachi is just like, you know what I want to do right now, man? I want to watch Batman '89. I was like, dude, we could we could make that happen. That is not that is not a situation that is like out of the ordinary or out of context right now. I've been waiting for you. I've my whole life and dream is just like come come true, right? So there we are, we're sitting down, we're watching this thing, and we get like a little bit in, and we're just kind of like masterfully just like dissecting this movie, right? Just yeah. like piece by piece. And Adrian would not shut up, right? That's the one thing I love about Adrian. He's got so much to say, and he does say so much of substance. But dude, sometimes you just got to can it, right? So we were pausing the movie every, every left way, right? And just like, are we going to listen to you? Or are we going to listen to Jack Nicholson right now? Because like, like we could... started like a, a director commentator. I listened to it. Like some janitor like walked in and sat down at the booth and started saying it was like a really weird So we got near the end of this movie. I'm like, guys, it's 4 in the morning. I have to take you home. So we did. But the, the interesting point of all this is that one thing we haven't really sat down and talked about. We talked about it last episode when we, we dedicated it to Prince and talked about the 89 soundtrack. But we never really have just sat here and talked about how good Batman 89 actually is. My eyes like turned laser oh, yeah. eyes. It was just me like just climbing that line because my toes were on the wall. Yeah. The style of that movie is really incredible. I mean, like aesthetically, and it was like honed into the point where like Batman Forever or Batman Returns, I like, mm-hmm. but like it's just way too personal for me sometimes. And like the Batman 89, they like had to kind of tone that back. 
for somebody probably like that, it's like, let's get your kids together here. So it's like, it's just such a, like, a tight, like, focused movie. Like, everything's just, like, it's really wild. Like, I, I really dig, like, what you were saying about uh, how the 80s kind of, like, gave us this red of, like... The 20s, 30s kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And it was, like, the first time we had, like, this art deco uh, Gotham City. And, like, it's, it's still, though, they're running around with, like, big bombs with, like, you know, like, the big circle bombs. <laughs> like, you know, it's, like, this weird, like, pulpy kind of, like, hyper Gotham. It's like Dick Tracy on yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's Batman, dude. He's the best. Yeah. I think he's the best version. So we, we had a come to Jesus moment, come come to Batman moment, where we were just like looking at each other. I was like, you know what, man? We've talked a lot on this show about bail, bail, bail this, and some Batflex stuff terrible. this. Well, okay, well, I don't want to say that. No, I will say, Christian Bale, especially now that we've seen Ben Affleck, and then you think about going back to Michael Keaton, I like to throw Val Kilmer in front of him. And George Clooney, terrible Batman. I don't even want to go there with you, right? <laughs> I hated him so much. Just listening to him throw up in the mic. See, he can say this now that he's leaving. Because if he would have pulled this when he tried out for the job, we'd be like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. We're good. That's great. No, but that's, and you bring up an interesting point. Because we, we kind of had the same moment, too. We were just like. Yeah, Kelsey is great. We were just like, wow, this is this is like the this is like the pet ultimate Batman movie. This really is the ultimate truest Batman movie, and it was it was great, you know, because good, good perspective. It was, it was, and it took us this long to do it, so it was kind of like you know like a serendipitous moment yeah, that is like good absolutely. So uh, yeah, that was fun. What else did you do? Uh, <laughs> oh boy, you hit a cookout. Yeah, no, I didn't even have it. I woke up on wow. Saturday. And I was like, this is not. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I was really, I was literally cutting rug. Your words, not mine. Um, no, my the bachelor party I went to the other weekend. Um, we just had a bunch of fun. My buddy Scott got married, and uh, hey Scott, so, shout out from the Raven Geeks. Yeah, Congratulations, buddy. Yeah, and congrats on that, buddy. Good luck. But anyways, um, it was one of those weddings where like all of my group of friends that I grew up with were there, and it was. There was as many chickens as we um, can. <laughs> sorry, Kelsey. Um, but yeah, like at one point, my friend Tyler Eschke and I were like reenacting the dance from Dirty Dancing, and just oh, oh it was great. And, and then my brother threw up in my, my car, and oof, and not like oh threw up on the floor, it stinks, but you clean up. But he like everywhere, to, he, according to his girlfriend, he was fine, and then he goes, I I don't feel good. Roll down the window. He's like I'm hot, and then just. Tried to throw up out the window while his girlfriend is doing about 60 on the road. Yeah. And she showed me a picture of his car. And it was ridiculous. He drank this like pink lemonade stuff. Oof. And it was like prime ribs. So there was a lot of ribs and pinks in there. And it was just, it was terrible. But it got like in the crack where the, like, the window, like the slot thing, I don't know what to call it, the window comes out. And it was just in there. It was like all over the seatbelt and stuff. And then, and then I had to drive home in it. Mackenzie's like, I'm not sitting in there. So, like, I'm not even kidding, guys. I went to the store and bought a air freshener, caught a new car smell, and <laughs> hung it around my neck. Because it, I was, like, sitting in the epicenter. You were, like, of, soaking it up. Yeah, and, like, I, I just I texted my brother, like, I hate you. 
That's oh, great. Man, I've never been this upset with you in my life. It was disgusting. That was my weekend. We, oh. all, we all made poor choices this weekend. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yep. We all met up on the uh, multi-dimensional field of drunkenness. Kelsey just came back. She said that she was in Ann Arbor for a second, coming home from Chicago. But she told us that she uh, got Ann Ann Arbor, yeah. and we wanted Ann Ann Arbor too. Yeah, that's I'd like an Ipsy if you can get it. An Ann Arbor sounds like a delicious chocolate that your grandmother or grandfather would have, and mm. you can only get it when you go to their house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got Ann Arbor. This is great. Oh, you are so good today. Did you like an Ann Arbor? <laughs> <laughs> would I? That, wow, Mikey likes it. Cool. Well, okay, guys, we got uh, we got something special. We wanted to do this for a long time. And as always, we play an on-air game. Uh, we actually, we may have two. Uh, an unfortunate set of circumstances befell my computer. It's at 52% of an update, so my hope is that by the time we get done with this game, we'll be able to play this short version of this game too. So I'm not going to tell you guys what my game is unless if it doesn't work out, and then I'll I let you know. How about this? How about this? You guess this right now, because your predictions usually go pretty well. I'm going to guess you're doing some kind of either trivia or game that I hate you so much. <laughs> so there it is, guys. If this that would be my that's my wrestling name, Prophet. Prophet. Brother Dunham. Dude, my name is Malachi. Yeah, Malachi. Malachi and the Prophet. Like a Children of the Corn types thing, dude. We're getting ideas. We're getting ideas. Cool. So yeah, I have a game that I built. It's a trivia for all of us. I I discluded myself because you know I didn't want to. I know, but we'll see. We'll see. We can play this game. with cool. If not, get, know that I took at least five hours out of my day listening to old episodes just for you guys. So, but what we will do, we have this unlock, is a draft game that, that Tyler created. So we're going to take a short break from our sponsors, and then we're going to come back. Tyler's going to explain this game, and then we're going to play a few rounds of this, and hopefully my computer will stop being uh, an asshole. So. <laughs> Wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper. Gotta get the paper. Hey guys, this episode of Raving Geeks has been sponsored by the Hall of Heroes. Located in Campus Court next to Subway, the Hall of Heroes is open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Visit their website at www.hallofheroesllc.com and let the Hall of Heroes become your go-to comic book destination. Synopsis is real. Never had that old team Dixie feel with cats who make waves and aptly get a 360 deal. Hey guys, we are back. Thanks again for uh, the sponsorship of the Hall of Heroes. Always check those guys out for your comics needs, for your uh, memorabilia needs. Go see Michael, he's cool. If you want to buy a Hall of Heroes shirt, they got Hall of Heroes shirts. Ask him to see his tattoo. I don't think a lot. Ooh, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna let you let you find out. We'll we'll print one just for you, just because, because we love you, man. So so okay, we got a game. We've got a game, and we've been wanting to play this game for a while, and it never came up. But finally, last night, Tyler got it all together. He uh, he wanted to do it big and have a draft board. But that didn't happen because it's finals, and I don't blame him. Yeah. But we have a game, and I'm going to let Tyler just explain how we're going to do this. So, in honor of Captain America's Civil War coming out this Thursday, I decided we're going to do the Marvel Cinematic 
slash TV and the enigmatic universe fantasy draft, okay? I put together a nice little on Google Doc so you guys can see it, but I put together faces of all the superheroes who are eligible to be chosen in the draft. If you do not see them on the board, they don't get drafted. Don't I'm pick pretty them. sure I did a good job of grabbing just about anyone you could want to draft. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are some criteria. Each of us will pick six people, okay? Once someone's chosen, you can't have them. It's it's our own civil war team. But just like any good team, everyone, every team, there's everybody has a role. So for our roles, you must pick someone to be the heart of your team okay. and why you pick them to be the heart of your team. You must pick someone to be the brain of your team and why. The muscle, the face, the jokes. So who's 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 cracking who's cracking the jokes? So the comic relief, yeah. Yep, and then finally, the wild card. For the wild card, you have to pick one, I was going to do villain, but I'm going to change that. You have to pick one DC character Ooh. to join your team. Ooh. They don't have to be in the movies because it's, you know, yeah. only about four characters. I like this. You can this. pick any DC character, any, obscure as possible, Okay. who can be chosen to be your wild card and why you're chosen. All right. So, Great. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defer here, and I was actually going to end up making like the draw names out of that hat first, but I completely dropped the ball on that. So, Kelsey, our silent champion over there, I'm going to finally let her get on the mic, and she gets first She gets pick. first pick? She gets first, first pick. and this is my game, my rules, and then because Ben, Malachi, and I are leaving, we're going to go around this way, and you pick last. Okay, that makes sense, but yeah. she's going to pick all the good ones, so we're going to... It's okay. Well, wow. One pick at a time. One pick at a time. Okay, got, okay. Everyone, so we're starting with the heart of your team. So she's not going like six. I get I get six, and yeah, then you guys it's just crumbs. Okay. And I just want to point this out. I'm going to explain why we picked them, and I'm going to put every single matchup on Twitter for the fans to decide who is the best heart of your team. And then that will be the Raven Geek's ultimate Civil War team. I like it. I like it. Okay. All right, Kelsey, you ready? Oh, man, not ready. Yeah, well, here, we'll... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we're hanging out. Yeah. It's it's Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday, which is kind of odd for us, right? We're but we're here. We're uh, revering. It's almost kind of like church, but not like church. You know, if you guys were like yeah, a okay, she's okay. Got <laughs> good good filler, guys. First pick, first good pick filler. Overall, who is the heart of your team? I actually had a second because I knew he was going to get, he was going to, that, that, I wanted that first round pick, but then I screwed myself over. Yeah. <laughs> so. so really, so what's, what's the heart supposed to mean? The heart, the heart like is a, moral leader. For me, it's, it's, the face is the person who everyone sees as the leader. Right. So he's the Tony Stark, if you will, uh, okay. of the first Avengers. Where yeah, Captain America is, you know, even Cap said, I just make the suits, Cap's in charge. So he's like the heart and soul of the team. He's the one who, you know. But not necessarily to the leader. Okay. It's not to the one guy, he's the one guy or gal that you can, you know, trust to get the job done and be there for the team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that person is probably Ant Man. Ant Man of all men. Or, or kind of men at this point. Yeah. Uh, Ant Man, he, he's not like the most powerful. His skill set is, is very specialized. Um, however, Ant Man and 
Paul Rudd. I like the farm scenes too. You know what, and I just want to say one thing about that, is that I really enjoyed that sequence because, specifically, it really kind of, like, epitomized the fact, like, you know, you guys don't need me, but, like, you guys choose to have me around, and, like, I'm honored to be on this team. That was touching. That has a lot of heart. very interesting article I read just this last weekend where they're talking to Joss Whedon about, like, things people might not know about the Avengers, and there was actually, in his original script, they cut out, like, like, a half hour's worth of Hawkeye material where he was actually... Just like in the comic books, where he was actually a bad guy, he wasn't brainwashed. So he and then fought Iron Man, and then realized his his ways were wrong, and he came apart. So he was going to be a little more layered like that. But they changed it; they cut that out, and then that was the brainwashing that kind of came through the first movie. That sense. Okay, so since my computer is down, can we can we uh, can we still get get a? Howard is Howard the Duck on here? Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, it is fantastic. Um, you know what? I gotta do it. My heart is Samuel Jackson himself, Nick Fury. You know, he is the center of the Avengers. He's the one who put the team together. And every single time, there's a moment of like, "Oh, we suck. We can't do this. I'm just uh, I want some shawarma." Uh, Samuel Jackson is always there to say, "Guys, gotta pull it together, man." You gotta pull it together. Thank you for censoring yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick yeah, Fury for sure. Yeah. Chicken from here. Yeah. All right. So well, now we're picking the brain. So uh, now brain, obviously, like I said, it's the person who comes up with the plan, but it doesn't have to be like Tony Stark level intellect. It could just be someone who's really good at making up a plan or just is relatively smart. So Kelsey, we're back to you. Who is your brain? Black Widow. Black Widow. Once again, Kelsey took my brain. <laughs> Very good. Yes. She's my favorite. Like, she's so smart, and she's so intelligent. She's... But is she really? Absolutely. She did say Captain America, that she doesn't always know everything. She just pretends to. But does she really? But I love... I she think was, she knows no, more she, than she most. Was, I, she was going to be like, hey, Kelsey's reading my mind over here. It's freaking me out. But was she really? <laughs> so... That's a good choice. That's, that's actually kind of unconventional. I wouldn't have gone yeah. with Black Widow. Yeah. I, I was, that's what I was thinking. Unconventional. Kelsey's right on my mind. She's like, oh, wait, by the way, Aunt Kat, um, <laughs> talked, you said you were maybe going to listen to this episode, like the episodes from now on, because you found us on podcasts, and we're probably your favorite. Now, dude, if you're listening, hello. 
much. Sorry, Shout out to Aunt Kathy. Aunt Kathy. Okay, all right. For the brain, I gotta go with uh, Don't Starve, obviously. Uh, billionaire playboy philanthropist. Uh, get out of most any situation with his technology and know-how. He also can get you into a lot of situations as we discussed on our Super Bowl. Age <laughs> Ultron. But he's resourceful. Right. So there's a street smart element. And I, you know, when I'm thinking about like building the entire team too, I think uh, Ant-Man and Tony Stark are going to work really well together. Sure. Absolutely. Even they're facing off against each other because Captain America is the weakest link on the team. True. True. All right. For my brains, um, I think I just forgot. No, actually, I remember now. I remember now. I remember now. Sorry, sorry. It's brains. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Rocket Raccoon. It's my brain. Okay. Again, again with the street smarts again, then, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He broke them out of prison, getting three things, technically two, because the, the leg was just a joke because he wanted to see the guy hop around on one leg. Like he made he made a bomb that blew up like the like an infinity stone, kind of, in a way. Like Rocket Raccoon is my man thing to get me out of any situation. I like that you have Hawkeye and Rocket Raccoon on the same team too. Like, oh yeah. Hawkeye <laughs> is just like Who's your brains? Vision. Vision is my brain. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, he's the most uh, even keel of all of them, obviously, because when everything was going to uh, literal shit in Age of Ultron, he was the only one who was like, hey, you should do this, and blah, 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 blah. And also, uh, he's he's mighty strong, too. He knows when to use his power, when not to use his power. That's exactly. Probably a fair assumption to make that he has all of the, the intelligence to amass uh, awareness of the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Absolutely. No, that, I think that's the best pick for brain. All right, so now we're moving on to muscle. I got to think about this for a second because there's obvious choices. I don't necessarily want to go I, I think I, I'm really hoping you don't pick mine again because I have a really good choice that I think you guys are going, huh? Oh. Oh. Huh. And remember, we're only basing this off of So did you guys know that Arby's has a new uh, bourbon and bacon sandwich? I haven't had it, but I hear it's good. You guys, you guys like brisket? Dude, the brisket is so good. We have we have a computer up. Oh, go ahead. Go, please. Yeah, that is a great choice. She's stop a car muscle. Yeah. Very cool. I, okay, so let's just recap the composition of our teams right now. Yeah, this is starting to like go in this a direction is, where like these would be some cool books. Yeah. So Kelsey's got Captain America, Black Widow, and Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. That's a very like street level like uh, hand hand on hand fighting like espionage kind of like. They, they, they will like outthink you and make you make mistakes and, and not necessarily go straight into. And a lot of emotional dynamic. That writing on that book would have to be pretty damn good. Okay, so where do, where do you, where are you at? Where's your muscle? Where's my muscle at? Where's your muscle at? Okay, you know what? I'm I'm really actually torn between two choices right now. Uh, 
but I think I'm gonna go with uh, Draxton Destroyer. Oh. You stole mine because that was that was gonna be. I thought you were mine. gonna go home. But I have I, a, I have another idea. An obvious choice. Yeah. You get more intelligence with Drax. Well, no, probably not actually. You get specialized tech-based stuff though. Like you can fly a ship, you can hijack uh, things, and you can very much the Hulk. Uh, in terms of power, I think they're they're pretty they, close. They actually kind of depowered him though, because in the comic books, like Drax the Destroyer was created to destroy Thanos. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, like he is a beast in the comics, and kind of in the in the movie, that was kind of my one complaint because I did some research and I was like. They humanized him. Yeah, yeah, but he did not. But yeah, all right. So for my muscle, and I'm, I, this was actually I'm gonna give my choice. I don't even know. My choice for my muscle is Scarlet Witch, because that's a wild card for sure. I that is really, a wild like card. I, said, I was really thinking someone was gonna choose the Hulk, so I chose Scarlet Witch because she she was able to basically beat the Hulk with mind powers. And Anthony and Joe Russo have both come out and said that in the Marvel universe. Commonly agreed between like Feige and all these people who are like ahead that Scarlet Witch is the strongest character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's cool. I'm really excited to see what they do with her in Civil War because she looks like she's probably going to steal the show again too. I mean, she stole the show in Avengers and, and, and They showed her like in the in the trailers. They sh- she's like making Vision like kneel before her and everything. And Vision's supposed to be like the the guy. You That's know what cool. I mean? so, That's cool. So yeah, I'm going Scarlet Witch. Okay, let me uh, let me see that bad boy here okay, real quick. Yeah, I should have handed this over. No, it's okay. <laughs> Some other good choices. Groot, I think, would have been a great one. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of wish I would have went with Hulk now because Groot's banner. You know, I, I didn't think about the alter ego aspect yeah. of that. You know, but you I, I, I think he's okay because I think my understanding of this was you get the Hulk. Yeah. Um, if you if you would pick him for the brain, then you're picking Bruce Banner. I was gonna say, I mean, he would have been a great brain choice. Yeah, too. but I, you think kind of like you said, he's the obvious choice of thinking more for muscle. Yeah, I'm thinking more about the fight too. Yeah. Right? I'm going with the uh, king of Wakanda himself, Black Panther. Black Panther. Yep, I'm doing that because not only is he very like emotionally strong, you know. So we were talking about muscle, but like obviously there's there's more to being strong than physicality. But the guy is a beast, and especially in all those uh, those uh, trailers of him just like outrunning Cap and Bucky. They released some footage of him fighting Bucky. I know, I saw That's that, crazy. and it's insane. So he looks, he looks scared. Yeah. Uh, let me say that Patrick Bosman was the perfect choice for this. All right, if you haven't seen the James... What? No, it's not. Chadwick. Chadwick. I don't know why I said Patrick. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm vamping on a theme here. Chadwick, I'm sorry. Chadwick, I, okay, so if you haven't seen the James Brown movie, the biopic where he's James Brown, dude, Chadwick Boseman is fantastic in that. He was also Jackie Robinson in 42. He was, too, and he was in Draft Day. And I think he wants to do... There's another That'd be great. Man, he should be Obama. Personally, he should be Obama. Have you seen Chadwick Boseman and Obama in the same room? Nope. Same person. All right, so now we're on to the face. Who is the face? Who is, who's, in, for lack of a word, who's the pre, the pre-person on this? Who's the face? Who's the charmer? Now, also, we have to point out that this is not just the face, the charmer, but you also said that the face could be the leader of the team. Yeah, the, the, on, the, the on-screen persona, like, kind of said, like, Tony Stark is the face of the Avengers, but Cap's really like the, the heart. Of the it. person who's in the foreground on the cover. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. Who are you taking? Oh, mighty hair. <laughs> that was that was a predictable choice. But that's a good choice. It's a good choice. Yeah. 
archers, you have the guys that shoot like lasers with weapons and things like that. You have the magic guys. Now you've kind of balanced out your roster by throwing a magic guy in there. Mm-hmm. That's a good move. That's a solid pick. Full trade. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. We'll plays out. Okay, to the face. I mean, I think I, I've got uh, Iron Man. He's kind of like the face of this already, so I think we made kind of a, a smart decision here, I think. Uh, and for that, I think there's really only solid options that are out there still um, and I'm really torn actually right now on, on which one I'm going to go with um, but with that said the face of my team is going to be uh, Star Lord okay. fine choice I was going to pick him for my muscle but I decided I against it yeah. well, <laughs> now you can't <laughs> so, I, I <laughs> <laughs> you're done I really like the the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy run where Tony Stark went out into space and meshed really well with that team. So, uh, but putting Star Wars is kind of the face. I don't necessarily see him as like the leader or anything like that. But if you need some guy who's like kind of wily and has some charm and do things like unconventionally, and he's the kind of guy that has like that outside the box thinking that I think he'll bring the most to the play. And the leader doesn't always rally the troops either, right? right. And he's yeah. definitely a guy who could rally the troops. And come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, well. Kind of. In, in, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 16% of a plan or something. Yeah. 12%. All right, so for my pick, I'm going, I, I kind of, as I'm looking at this, I'm kind of like really picking some weird picks here. Not a lot of picks, but for my face, I'm going to go with none other than the founder of S.H.I.E.L.D. Peggy Carter. Okay. Because, that's, a, that's a good one. Like nine-year-old Peggy. Like, no, no, I'm going with the version <laughs> of the picture that I had. Because if you're not watching... I'm so, sorry, if, Steve. If you're not watching Peggy Carter on TV, I think, I think it's just not going to be seen. It's, it's not Bummer, that's man. That's upsetting because she, I really like that show. For a long time, I liked it a lot better than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. really turned it around. But Peggy's just, she founded S.H.I.E.L.D. And that was back when women were only seen as, like, secretaries and the people who got the call because she was behind the scenes, like, kicking butt and just being a super spy. Captain America respects her. You know, she's just a great American. All <laughs> but I think she's actually <laughs> British. I, so. thought about, I thought about yeah. going with Peggy because I was like, and, and so I she, could do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So and and like I said, she found a shield, so you know she's used to talking to the press and being you know being in front of the camera. So I'm going with Peggy Carter. I just want to point out that, that I would literally see you if you said that she was British. But I also believe she's British in the TV show. So. I'm picking Gamora. Gamora is my face. Not only is Zoe Saldana really really hot, but. Uh, but she, uh, she's awesome. She's a really good character. I think she's got a really good arc. You know, she's conflicted. She's a villain first, but she's more of an anti-hero. And then she gets, you know, the, the light side, and she does the right thing. You know, if there's gonna be someone who's the face of that that crew, I think that's good. And it also evens out my kind of my strength factor. I don't have any magic people, which is interesting. Which is kind of why I took Scarlet Witch, because for my muscle, I was this close to mm-hmm. taking Luke Cage, and I almost took him as my face, but Peggy Carter was just scary. I do like the fact that my team so far has a very operatic scope to it, right? Each one of these characters is like really classically like operatic, dramatic. So cool. This is this is good so far. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. Now we're on to the jokes. Jokers. Who who's gonna be cracking the jokes on your team? I know who I want, I don't think I'm gonna get who I want. Okay. I don't think it's because I my boy sitting here to my left is a big fan of who I really want to pick. He knows who I'm talking about. 
by the way, we have a computer update. My computer has completely updated, and we will be playing the Raven Geeks trivia game. Oh, yeah. right. Fantastic. No. Well, Spider Man was taken by girls. Which I, I speaking of, you know, we talked about the we were talking about how like Drew um Bucky was getting his butt kicked by Black Panther. Actually this is not like more than that was and when the Spider Man Spider Man caught him was like, Oh, you got a metal arm and and kinda like with Henry Cavill, how we said in that scene where he took that Batman butt punk and his face like slowly seen. Sebastian Stan's face of like this guy's pulling my metal arm and like joking and laughing at me while he's doing it. Just can't handle it, man. I can do. It was like blowing his mind. It was great. He uh, learned to call uh, the dance slot uh, Mason Raimi when they find his position. Uh, really, like address the fact that Spider-Man like flips and jokes a lot because he's like a, a kid basically he's, trying to be an adult version of a superhero. You know, trying to live up to all this stuff. Yeah, he's, he's always like he's always in over his head. Over his head. Yeah. yeah. So he jokes to like put himself at ease. And also kind of be like an underdog and get these villains like to maybe not treat him as seriously or, you know, underestimate him. Because he's one of the strongest superheroes uh, yeah. out there. Like, he's pound for pound, I think. He's, he's pretty hard. I think he's probably like 60 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. But yeah. It, it seems to be, you know, it's kind of a good choice to get with like a younger Spider-Man like this too. Because like joining a roster of like a lot of these established heroes, he's gonna, probably going to joke a lot more because he's getting more of an insecure in that situation. So, yeah, it's a solid pick. I think... For, for my Joker, uh, I'm going to go with somebody who kind of balances out the team. I, I, kind of a critical next to the fact that I don't have any women on my team right now, and that kind of sucks, but I don't think there's any good like Joker characters that are left. Like, what about the women? Hashtag, what about the women, bro? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm going to go with War Machine. Solid. Yeah. So I've got Ant-Man, Iron Man, Drax, Star-Lord, and War Machine. That's not really how I thought my team was going to yeah, go. I'll do, yeah, I'll, I'll do a full strategy. I'll account. do a full recap of the team. Can sure. I see that? Because yeah. I know who I really want to pick, but I also don't want to pick them. Because I'm kind of, the more I'm looking at my team, I'm really, really starting to like my team. Um, there's some weird choices in there. I really wanted to put Punisher on there, but yeah. I couldn't pick him for muscle again. And he's obviously not joking. That sucks. Let me look. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Your team is more, so you got Hawkeye, Rocket, Raccoon, Scarlet Witch, and Peggy Carter. Your team is my team's like it's like a super spy team that kind of except for Rock. Yeah, but Peggy Carter, I'm assuming, is like out of time. You can either like go back to her time or she has to be. No, I I, I, I was I was thinking young Peggy Carter because yeah. she's like a charming lady. Very dynamic. But to get her in the modern day, you need some kind of time travel element to it. Maybe supplied by Rocket Raccoon, you know? Mm-hmm. Alright, so I've got my picks narrowed down here. It's either between Falcon or Yondu. And I think I'm going to give it to my boy Yandu. Yandu's the best, dude. Yandu's fantastic. I mean, Michael Rooker is just great himself. And let's not forget, he has the whistling arrow that took out an entire squad of whatever the monsters are in Guardians of the Galaxy. So I think I'm going to have to go with Yandu. All right. Well, I think now, Benjamin, jokes. This is your last Marvel character. My dude, the ultimate. Howard M.F. Duck. <laughs> I wanted him, but it was just, I can't have two animals on my team. Yeah. That would be <laughs> weird so he's not, he's not like a, a, a magical character, but he is a time traveler, right? He's, inter- he's, he's intergalactic, so there's that. You guys ever see the original Howard the Duck movie? Yes, I have. 
it was a classic in my house growing up. I look at it now like, wow, Leah Thompson totally uh, shacked up with a duck. Well, she also slept with her son, too, so, you know. Yeah. Weird. Allegedly. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. Fair enough. That's that's good. That's good. I think for mine, I need to go more like the Blue Beetle type characters, like some of the Booster Gold. Gold. Yes, Booster Gold was I think one of my choices for sure. I mean, I, I just have like this weird mix of like super tech based guys too, and I don't really have anybody who's like that magic. Yeah, one well thrown EMP would take most of your team out. That's a good point. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Zatanna. That's a good choice. choice. That is a fine choice. All right, Ben. I'm going to let you go first, and that way I can go through and run through all of them. Okay. Well, I've been thinking about it, and like, I kind of need like a, like a mystical character, yeah. right? So I'm going to need someone that can do some magic. I was originally going to pick Azrael, right? But I'm not going to pick Azrael now because I'm going to just I'm gonna pick the man. I'm not going to pick Constantine. That would have been, been a good choice. But Shazam himself, Captain Marvel. Right, nice. all right. Given powers by a great mystic, right? Be beautiful, wonderful. So the reason I said John Constantine, so I'm really thinking about going John Constantine. I'm like, just kind of like you guys said, I kind of want even. I mean, even Kelsey with Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's kind of got this mystical element to her too. Um, Beast is definitely a good mystic character. You already got Scarlet Witch, and I already got Scarlet Witch. So that's why I'm actually gonna go Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson is. About as close as you can get to Batman without having all that baggage. You know what I mean? Like, he, he still kind of jokes around, goofs around. He's a younger guy. Peggy Carter can kind of train. Peggy Carter and Hawkeye together kind of train him into becoming the next de facto leader. You know, a big brain age out. Like, we'll go out and blaze the glory and all this shit. So, I'm going Dick Grayson. So, final rundowns. Kelsey's team is Captain America, Black Widow, Jessica Jones, Thor, Spider Man, and Wonder Woman. That is a good that team. Is solid team. That is a that's good team. You could write a you could write a really good that, book with that's that a team. Solid team. Even if you take out the DC characters have Marvel's characters, that's a good that's a good team. Moving on to Malachi, he's got Ant Man, Iron Man, Drax, Star Lord, War Machine, and Superman. Like I said, very tight mix. But I like I still like your team. I do. Yeah. I, I think Drax is gonna work really well with Star Lord and obviously Iron Man and Black kind of like took two buddy cop teams together and kind of put them together. And I and I really think, like you said, Ant-Man, I think at the end of the day, would work really well with Jessica going back and forth with each other. So then we've got Ben, we've got Nick Fury, Vision, Black Panther, Gamora, Howard the Duck, and Shazam. That's a beautiful team. That's a really powerful team. Yeah, it is. It is. Again, like I said, these are really operatic storylines. You could write a really deep movie about all this and how they all interact. I mean, they all have like this like really like terrible sense of loss and pain, you know? I mean, even just, like, Billy, like, right? He Like, he's a kid, 
But now he's like forced into this world where he has to be this superhero. He can't handle it. Yep. It's really cool. And then my team is Hawkeye, Rocket Raccoon, Scarlet Witch, Peggy Carter, Yondu, and Dick Grayson. That's a weird team, man. That's I a real weird team. How I feel about that one. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm thinking like a super spy team. Because Dick Grayson's a spy in the comics now. Yeah. But they're all like, I don't, don't want to say street level, but they're, you know, they're more than nitty gritty. Gotcha. Okay, well, we're going to leave that on Twitter. We're going to let you guys decide. I think we probably should just take a break really quick. Real quick sponsors, break. And then we'll come back and play Grady Geek's team and kind of get out all of our kind of ideas for the, for the show. <laughs> so here we are guys we're back thanks again for listening to our sponsor message but uh this is this is gonna be the sentimental moment of this show malachi looks like sad now yeah he's getting his head wrapped around that this is gonna be his last show like okay listen i wanted to say this very quickly we're really happy that we grabbed tyler onto the show tyler you've been such a help to us you boosted this conversation up greatly getting you and kelsey more involved has been really really fun and has really helped pick up the slack for me and malachi because we're usually pretty busy and then we can't do it all by ourselves yeah. but uh thanks man i really appreciate it and you sir you ugly sob who's actually quite beautiful in my eyes love you love you like a mother um dude thank you for starting the show with me it's been seriously the most fun thing I've done at CM Life, and we've done a lot of really cool, fun things individually together. You know, we reported on a lot of cool stuff together. But, dude, you are like my brother in arms, and I really appreciate it. This has been so much fun. Dude, Raven Geeks, really, I was expecting this show to last like a week or two. Because <laughs> so we either like banked out or something. Yeah, yeah. until I got like the plug pulled on it, and it's literally, you know, our, uh, the best podcast like gets the most downloads, and you know, our Twitter has now Thanks, grown. Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dave Plugger used to be like the Thanos of our our podcast. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's 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 been really cool, I guess, to like build this weird little like community here together. I hope that hope that all the listeners have enjoyed it, and I've really enjoyed doing this, and we've all kind of been able to come here and like, you know, your day may be going bad. You got a lot of other other stuff going on. Uh, we get to come in here and talk about something terrible, and that's that's been really fun. And Tyler, I mean, for a guy who just messaged us on Twitter and said, "Hey, hook me up," I mean. Salt of the earth. Tyler's gone above and beyond for everything we want. It's really added a new layer to the show. Yeah. I'm super happy that, that you know, everything worked out. And I know that this show's going to be fine when we go. And she'll maybe give you a call in every once in a while. But Jordan Kermody is the real deal. Uh, she knows her stuff. And she's good on, on podcasts. She does like the Pass the Oxcord one. Uh, and some movies too. The other ones that she's on every once in a while. So, Raven Geeks, I mean, come back, guys, next semester. It's our last episode. Uh, but it's not no it is not and like Tyler joined in as a fan we put the casting call out if you're a fan and you're a really big comic fan and you want to come on the show and help us out be our fourth person our rotating guy or girl please hit us up message us on Facebook message us on Twitter and we'll get back to you that being said I have developed a game looking back at our illustrious career now I didn't go all the way back to just me and you so I thought that would be unfair right I listened to every single episode this is why I think yeah. that you will win a lot of these. But we'll, we'll see. But I, I focused only on this past year, which involved all four of us. So kind of throw it around a little bit. So I'm going to do a practice one real quick. So last episode, who said you ru- ruined my segue in the last episode? Sure. But who's, who specifically said that? I don't remember if it was on the last episode or the first time we were all back together after the week. 
So I'm going to say that I didn't have a segue. Because if I had a segue, I would butcher it without even having anyone else to say it. I'm going to say Kelsey's segue. Is that what your pick is? I feel like that's something that I would have said. So you're your pick? I, I think I said that. Yeah. What did you pick? It was Malachi. Oh, he was mad at Tyler because he ruined his segue. How did I, did you, did you say how I ruined it? You, you jumped in and you started like pulling it apart or like that wasn't that good or something like that. And you're like, you ruined my, you ruined my segue. God. Okay. So again, the rules are, is I, I'm going to ask one of you a trivia question or all, all of you, right? It depends on the question. Um, if you know the question and you're not be or the answer, you're not being asked, keep your freaking mouth shut. All right, don't spoil this for everybody. First question, and Malachi, I don't want you to answer this one because this is about you specifically. All right, so Malachi is known for wearing many hats, but he's also a man of many aliases. There was a time when Mal began each show with a gnome de plume or a fake name. For Kelsey and Tyler only, which one of these names was not a Malachi Barrett opening on the Raby Geeks? All right, is it A, Manitoba Barracuda? B, Matthias Brundleberg, C, <laughs> Milton Bradley, D, Millionaire Billionaire, or E, Macedon Bartholomew? What is it? It's Milton Bradley. That's your guys' choices? It is not Milton Bradley. Milton Bradley is one of the first ones he did, actually. One of the last ones was Millionaire Billionaire. That's, <laughs> and that's when he was like, I got to stop because I'm running out of ideas. Macedon Bartholomew was not one that is one I created yeah, I myself. That was great. I tried really hard for this. Cool, I appreciate that. Facebook chat. And I found out one day that you could change the name. My whole night was made just Kelsey and I like had an argument of changing the title, and then I finally just named it Malachi Baritons, and it's like stayed as that forever. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I was really proud of it. It sounds like my last name, Baritons. Yeah, that's pretty great. My girlfriend saw this, like, what the heck is this? I was like, it's just Malachi. Don't worry about it. Someone please send us a Photoshop of like Malachi Baritons. Oh God! <laughs> All right, let's let's focus up here. All right, so number two, Malachi and I decided early on that the title Raving Geeks was going to be best for one reason: we're big comic book fans with enough knowledge to at least be dangerous, and enough ADD to get into some really weird conversation. All right, we talked about a lot, and sometimes weird stuff bubbles to the surface. So this whole next segment is about weird stuff we have said in the past. Who? Who said it? Um, I'm sorry if the, the volume's weird. I'm dancing around the mic here. But, um, so we just got to say who said this? Yeah, I'm going to give you the, the whole list. So when we were talking about Slave Leia merchandise in one episode, the changes to Slave Leia merchandise, uh, Kelsey, this question is for you okay. and only you, right? Oh. Who said this on that day? I'd rather see, this is kind of bad, but I'd rather see Leia in chains than kiss her brother. You know, family reunions are weird. Was it either me, you, Tyler, or Malachi? Well, I know it wasn't me. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. That has me for a couple. I'm on the thumb, though, so it's weird up there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so what's what's the pick? Who's it gonna be? It was not me. It was one hundred percent him. Oh, dang it! You know, it like, threw me off because he started talking. Well, see, about here's it. the thing. I don't remember. I don't remember ninety percent of the picks. I don't remember you <laughs> my picks already. So I was just like, please don't let me be the person that said that. I was I was sipping a soda when I was listening to that, and I heard him to say that, and the way he said it was just like, you know, family reunions are weird. <laughs> just, just pop everywhere. Okay, that's good. So okay, we I'm talked. We talked about a lot of convoluted and ridiculous storylines a few times, all right? And at one point, someone let out this gem. Tyler, this question is for you. Who said this in one episode? You know, this was the 80s, so everyone had at least one time when they got loaded into a video game. Was it you? That was Malachi. Okay, you already going ahead? Yeah, because Malachi went on that huge rant about convoluted video game stuff, and I just... I don't want to spoil it because it's towards the end of what I want to talk about. Okay. There's another moment that's tied with that. Yep, that, that is 100% correct. Yeah. That is Malachi. Totally he was, you, okay, bonus question. Do you know what he was talking about? Transformers and the kid died, but they like uploaded his. Like, you are absolutely Optimus correct. Prime yeah. uh, Optimus Prime had a floppy disk. <laughs> the, yeah. He got regenerated by a floppy disk. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on. This that, I, that is true though. Like in the 80s, everybody got loaded. <laughs> At least once, once in your life, you got loaded to a video game. All right. So in that same conversation, Tyler. Who said, there's another bonus question, said, so it's America, but in space? Was it, was it me or was it Kelsey? I'm gonna go with it was not me, it was Kelsey. Oh, I, it's America, but so it's in America, but it's in space? I should, that, that was probably a really intelligent comment, like, point. It so was. I should have guessed that it was Kelsey. Out of context, that Out sounds context, ridiculous. That sounds like something you would say, but in context, I probably would have known it was Kelsey. Okay, so this is... Last part of this segment is, this is for Malachi only, and this is about you, Malachi. So you have to think back to what you actually said. When we were talking about badass women in Hollywood, right, you said this about one of them. She's great. She's tough. She's out in the Cuban jungles learning how to disassemble, dis- disassemble AKs waiting for blank. Who were who you talking about, and what was she, what was she waiting for? I'm, I'm talking about Sarah Connor. You were talking about Sarah Connor. That's good. That was you were almost close. I'll give you half a point on that one, but you were saying waiting for the robot apocalypse. Okay, very good. Okay, so the third question: We played many, many games on the Raven Geeks, including this one right here. So the next one comes from questions of our games. All right, in in the horror game episode, which one of the following was not part of Kelsey's argument against Tyler? Her card was Hannibal Lecter. So oh, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna read these four things and you gotta tell me which one wasn't her. So you don't get to pick. It's just between Tyler and Malachi only. A. She'll cook you into a fine meal. B. Crazy as could possibly be. Three or B or C if you want a technical. She'll she'll eat you with flava beans. A misspelling of fava beans, which kind of gives away that that one was actually said. And I've only seen Silence of the Lambs once, so... Okay, can we run through them again? Yep. She'll cook you into a fine meal. It's B. It's B. It is 100% B. Yep. That's what led the 
<laughs> she was, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Tyler's in the background. I was like, uh, you, you, fa- fava beans? She's like, I don't know. I only... I Because... Even, even, yeah, yeah. So even before that, she had Norman Bates, and she couldn't do Norman Bates because she never saw Psycho before. And but it's okay, Kelsey. It led to a really good thing. So not only did you back to back not know Psycho, but then you said Flava Beans, and it was just one of the most hilarious moments of that whole episode. Okay, so Tyler screwed with our heads more than one time, all right? More often than not. In a trivia episode, Malachi won against me. Question for all of you. How bad did he beat me? What was the score of that game? I, I either shut you out you, or I beat you by, like, six points or something. I remember it was, like, a sh- it was, I don't remember the shot. It was close because we were talking about how, like, you're the Marvel guy. He's the DC guy. You can get forever. What do you say? What's the score? The actual score? Yeah, what do you think the score was? Okay. It was it was seven questions. Yeah. He already said six. So you said officially 6-1. Kelsey gets it. It was 6-1. I got my ass handed to me, and I felt like a fool that entire and, episode. And I will say, like, that was kind of the first official thing that I did for you guys. Because like, yeah, I kind of talked a little bit on that first episode. Mm-hmm. You guys were like, hey, you want to be on the mic for the next episode? See, I went back for this, man. I, I went I went for it. Like, I don't need to be on the mic. I don't want to look like guys are I'm just going to walk up. And I was like, well, I'll make a quiz. And I just remember I asked that first question. And now that I know you guys a lot better, like, I, I picked up on it then. You two just looked at each other and gave each other this look like, oh my gosh, these <laughs> questions are so <laughs> what, what have we agreed to? Yeah, like, and it was just like, now I laugh about it. Yeah, you were pretty happy to beat me. You were like, yeah, send your oh, face. Oh, man, yeah, I would not have been happy if I lost that. <laughs> okay, so this is the last question from this section, right? Okay. So this is for Mal and Kelsey only. When we answered your questions live, viewers, right, Tyler was proud to have a restraining order from this person. He also really wanted to hang out with this person quite a bit, which is oh, a lot of people because he oh, hangs out with everybody. Who was it? It was Harrison Ford. One hundred percent Harrison Ford. He's like, I just watched. I went on an idiot. It was on TV. Watched Indiana Jones marathon. Tweeted about it. Those movies, not including the last one, they hold up. That was exactly so surprising. That is exactly what you were talking about in that yeah. in that sequence too. So well, because for me, Harrison Ford is not Han Solo. Cool. Okay, so this is this is the last portion of this. There's four questions here. Basic knowledge portion, all right? In what episode, guys, yeah. Malachi and Kelsey, did Tyler create his internet voice? What was the first instance of internet voice? It's not as far deep as you think, but it's it's deep enough. Let, let me look at the list on, uh, on can, can I, You can, because it's not good. No, because you're going to see the other answers, so no. I know which one. That's good. <laughs> good for you. I love this like meme in the episode. Just to run through some of these here. Justice is blind, so is Olivia Munn. Well, that was my that was my title. I love that one. All hail our robot overlords. Mm-hmm. Uh, give him the finger. <laughs> that, was, that was the first that's the first Raging Geeks episode I listened to. 
Really? Cool. Jesus Gritty Jesus reboot. <laughs> Mom and dad take a vacation. Go for it, Kelsey. I want to say, I don't know the title of it, but I want to say this is like the Star Wars episode. What I, do you think I it was? I don't know if I know the title, but it was the one we did right before Christmas where we went on to talk about all the things that we weren't thankful for. The Thanksgiving one? And no. We got a huge rant Surprisingly, it wasn't. Okay. It, but it was right after that was it? because it was in the episode Long Live Deadpool. In, uh, in, the, in the sequence before you guys, oh, we were, talking today. Okay. You guys were talking about. Uh, what was it? Super Bowl ads, and I wasn't there, so the episode lists me as that in that conversation, but I was not in that conversation because we pre-recorded the yeah. thing with Dave. But you just went off on something, and I forget what it was about. But you just started going, uh, uh, uh. and this is well before you started calling it your interviewer voice. The, the next one was the internet voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So uh, in the episode, in what episode did Malachi detail his late night potato slicing fiasco? You are not allowed to answer this. Oh. But you guys can. What was, the, what was the name of that episode? Oh, no, I can't even remember. I just remember him talking about it. I, I don't know the name of the episode. How about you? Was that, or was that the Christmas episode? No. <laughs> Which one? Do you, do you know what it was? No, I don't remember the name. Oh, it was Winner Takes All. Oh, that was the Battle That was the Battle Royale one, the first Royale, one. Yeah. That was the one where I got my butt handed to me. Um, <clears throat> so follow up for that, for Mal and Kelsey only. What was Tyler's similar incident? In that episode, he said, "Oh, I had the same one of the, the same things happened to me, but it was completely different. It was off the wall. It had like no relation to it whatsoever." It was his thumb. It was it was an incident involving his thumb, but it was not. No, that's a good one though. It was not that, but it was it was close enough, I guess. All right, you guys want to know? He bur- he burnt his hand on a chili bowl. A chili bowl burned him. Because <laughs> it was like, I don't know, it was like, dude, I had like the same incident when a chili bowl burned me. It's like, how was that even related to slicing potatoes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were trying to bake a potato in the microwave. I actually did burn my finger, too, on the bowl. So you got a double whammy with that one. I think he said that. I go, I burnt myself on chili, too. Okay, so for you guys, Malachi and Kelsey, who did Tyler suggest would make a good voice for Pikachu in Pikachu Detective? Oh, dang it. No, that was not it. Because that was something that we brought up later was that he was, like, in that, you know, the fans said they wanted Danny DeVito. But he said somebody specifically. I don't really know. That's a, of what I say is like 80% that's a poor <laughs> question to ask. Uh, that would give it away, but it's 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 it's, it's a uh, it's a prickly person, right? A very macho person, but very subdued at the same time. You know, 
Got a got a voice that sounds like you could hear it on the radio and soothe you. You know, a good narration voice, right? Maybe a little uh Benedict Cumberbatch. No, no, no. Oh. Little country and western. No, that is not Paul Giamatti. <laughs> it was Sam Elliott. Wow. Yeah. I think we brought up like cowboys, and I was like, well, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott good. would be good for Pikachu. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how it sounded too. Okay, so this is the last question, and Malachi, you cannot answer this question. This is for Kelsey and Tyler only. Which character did Malachi, and I'm not going to tell you in what realm, so you have to guess this. It's a very specific realm, but I'm not going to tell you. Which character did Malachi call the greatest hero of all time? Wow. That's a good question to end off on, too. I remember you saying, and it's going to be something really dumb. <laughs> it's kind of dumb. <laughs> Was it actually Tyler Bruce that great? No, no, that would have been good. We were waiting for it, and then he dropped it. We're like, oh, okay. And the reason, reason he chose this person was because of their their depth of her- hero- heroism. Yeah. Salacious B. Crawford. No, no. <laughs> That's a good guess. That's a good guess. <laughs> I, I would say that. That sounds like something I would say, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bleep the fifth on this one. I have no idea. And it's from, it's from like all realms, so like open your mind. I'm going to give you another shot, but I'm going to let her try to. You're going to be like, what, really? Why did you say this? Why did you even go there? Oh, wait a second. And it's not Matthias Brundleberg, by the way. <laughs> uh, I, go ahead. I don't know. You done? You good? It was Mario himself. <laughs> he's, he's in the clouds. He's underwater. <laughs> he can throw fire. Greatest video, ga- video videos game hero of all time. Mario and Super Mario I, I totally said that. Yeah. That's cool. actually a lot more full of mouth than I thought it was. Yeah. So that was good. Those were fun, yeah, right? Fun. We had a lot of fun on this episode, on this show. So that's why I wanted to go back and do something special for you guys, get some memories jogging. But what before we end here, what was your guys' favorite memory on the show? Okay. Okay, sure. You wanna go first My favorite episode? Um I don't know if it's a, an episode, but it's definitely a moment. And um there was there was a moment where I think we all got kind of like felt the burn a little bit, you know, Malachi and I've been doing this for like two years, you know, we just brought you on, we had Kelsey start integrating again, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, a, a jackass and I am late for a lot of things. And then he was really busy with the EIC thing and you, you live, you live in Alma and you can't get here sometimes. You had to walk almost one time, you know, Kelsey's been here and waiting for us. And so there was a moment where, you know, Malachi was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore. I don't know if he told you guys this, but he, he confided in me that he was going to back out. And I said, what can we do to make this more fun for you? And he's like, I don't know. And then with that, for some reason, I don't know, like just serendipity, you kicked into high gear, I kicked into high gear, we started coming up with crazy ideas. And there was one episode where we were just going around, it was all four of us on a mic, and it was all just like, just kicking. And I was like, this... This is it, man. This is the beauty of an organic podcast. That even when you start to feel like creative drain, like to have four people in a room that feed off each other so well that you can just be back there, that was really special for me. And look, here we are. We kicked it to the very end, man. Yeah. 47 episodes. Yeah, I, I, wow. Yeah. That is great because I, I definitely was at one point, I was like, man, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, what do you mean? And the other thing is, like, you guys are, you guys, the whole reason I asked to come on was because you guys were just busy. Like, you're, 
outside podcast. You can probably hear it, too. You can probably hear us kind of retreading over yeah, the same like, stuff. And you guys were just, you were busy. And I just kind of said, hey, I just, let me make a, I listened to a million podcasts a day. I'm already reading all this stuff. Let me make up a, a list of, like, off years. Like, that's all I really want to do at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah. So that was, that was mine. What about you, buddy? I got an OG uh, Raven Geeks going all the way back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our episode, Spider-Man Threat or Menace, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the third episode or something. Yeah. Like it does. It was an audacity. I was actually in GarageBand still, and I have deduced why we sounded so bad. I'm sure that someone had the cave setting on, and it was an echo. It sounded like we were in an echo chamber the whole time. Yeah, I guess so. Honorary fifth member of the podcast. Oh, my God. That's But debating with Ben, who's a better superhero, Batman, which is nobody's favorite, and Spider-Man, which is my favorite, uh, I think was really when I figured out, like, okay, this is going to work. We are both, like, really passionate about things that, like, people don't dedicate a whole lot of time thinking about. <laughs> we dedicate way too much time to. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about who would be a good voice for Pikachu. Well, like, who does this kind of crap? Yeah. Um, and just, like, getting some more insight into why Batman likes Batman so much and getting to share with you why I like uh, Spider-Man so much. Uh, and then, you know, basically, at, around that time, I told you, oh, I'm doing a thing on iTunes. If you want to check it out, anybody can check it out. Read that one. In New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. uh, and my dad liked that internet thing. My dad and my brothers listened to that one. I used to get this text like late late at night, you know, I'm like working on stuff, I'm busy, I'm working every day. And just said, Man, you really have a hard on for spider man. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta bring me back to reality a little bit. But yeah, probably that. I'm gonna go back and listen to it now. Yeah, that's cool. Kelsey, you, you, you wanted to go last, Tyler, so what's yours? The Cabana episode. Yeah, because it was really fun. And we just got to talk about shit that we wanted to talk about. Harry Potter. The opening to that episode is classic. One of the most, like, like benchmark points of Raving Geeks. It's just so different. It's funny because I was just looking at Kelsey going, do you think you could put, like, some Hawaiian Cabana music? And she looks at me and she's like, why? I go, I just, I had this crazy thing of, like, us coming in from, like, the sunny beaches. And then after the fact, we're like, Kelsey, we should have had, like, ambiance, like, and, like, she goes and, and she was like, oh my gosh, you were so dumb. I didn't think of that. But that, I love that episode. That was one of my favorites. And it was nice, too, because, like, I got to talk about a lot of stuff that I, I know more about. Like, I know a decent amount about a lot of stuff to talk about, but not as much as you guys, for sure. And that was just, like, a nice, it was fun. Not that I didn't miss you guys. I totally did. But. I did. It's okay. <laughs> what a surprise, too. I mean, I, one of my favorite podcasts, Patch Me Up with Greg Miller, mm-hmm. they do these, like, ridiculous jokes and they get in here and so they think they're all really good and right when I found that podcast they did an episode where they were like lost at sea <laughs> so there was like foghorn in the background and like wave and like whale noises and stuff and like I listened to that and I got that one I was like okay well you know what's, what else is there to listen to and uh, you know I updated my thing on iTunes and oh yeah like they did an episode where we were gone me and Ben were you know off doing our own thing I go listen to like Blurry or something like that yeah Of course. Yeah, it was out there. It was fun. So what's your favorite? So I have a couple. Um, oh God! Time, all right, still, Stevie Wonder. Well, I want to thank my, all the children my, my of the world. And, like, thing that, like, when I, someone goes, "What's your podcast like?" I always point them at this one, and it's because to me it's the funniest moment because you got it was a Ben and Malachi moment. It's those OGs 
going at it. And it was just kind of like, I've never seen someone so passionate about something that means absolutely nothing. And that's what <laughs> yeah. you guys thought about whose devil was more legitimate. No, that I was like one. Malachi pulling out the name of the voodoo devil on the top of his head like that. Which... So you were voodoo Satan and I was regular, regular Satan. Satan. And I believe your quote was like, do not come at me with the legitimacy of my devil or something like what have you said. And I'm just like, I kind of like had a moment where I like leaned back and was like, oh my god, we're talking about about this. Is beautiful. Which is the great salsa debate. Oh, yeah. Which I still call shenanigans on now. I wanted to pull a lot of things from that episode because I was ripe with stuff, but I figured if you guys, it was too like deep in your guys' mind like right now. So, and then finally, like my other favorite moments are kind of going into like a lot of the moments when one of us wasn't here because we got to make fun of each other so much. Absolutely. So, sometimes me and Veg with Ben, I have to say, I kind of went hard on you a couple times to the point where even Malachi was like, Whoa. <laughs> You need to stop. <laughs> like, Dad, I'm sorry. I'll stop. Um, but yeah, like, when Ben was gone and we were like making fun about the taxes or, you know. That was a legitimate reason to be <laughs> yeah, gone, yeah, right? Just, like little, little dips and stuff that we can make sure that are really fun. But, yeah. But tying into this is my final thing. First of all, hey, thanks for letting me come on, guys. Uh, of course, man. I'm not going to lie. This is my last semester at school. I kind of came in with the, I don't want to make any more friends. I made my friends. I just want to go to class and be done. And I made three of the best friends that I think I have at Seton. I'm not even exaggerating that much. But, as my final thing to the fans, I'm going to say, go on Raymond Geek's Twitter. Mm -hmm. Tweet at us either a favorite moment, a favorite line, a favorite episode, a favorite discussion, just a favorite memory of the Raymond Geeks that you remember. I wish I could show you now. Maybe, maybe I'll take a picture and send it out. Or you can tweet a picture. Out, yeah. Sure. So and just, I'm going to pick three of my favorite ones of who I think, you know, cool, funny answers. And just, I'm going to send you a free comic in the mail. And, you know, I'll go into the details. Of, if you win, we'll, we'll worry more about that after you pick. If one person sends in a request, they're going to get all three. You know, if, if two people send in, I'm going to flip a coin. Someone's <laughs> going to get two or one. And if no one answers, I'm going to keep them. So, yeah. as a thank you for listening to, to me ramble on. So before we end off here, because we've gotten to the end of the show, and I don't think any of us really want to close this moment, but we eventually have to. Um, I wanted to do something for you two, all right? So I was inspired. Uh, Dave Clark, our fearless leader, gave uh, Malachi a very special gift. Yeah, can I talk about this? You can par- talk about it. I wanted to bring it up. Like, you asked me, like, asked me like months ago, hey, who's your favorite uh, Spider-Man artist? I have some old comics. I can get rid of them. Uh, you know, who's your favorite? You know, I see all of my favorite Spider-Man. Like, okay, cool. You know, it's sent several lists. Some, some like more recent guys, and I was like, well, you know, Todd McFarlane is like my favorite Spider-Man artist ever. Because I, you know, I wish we had time for me to talk about this for like half an hour. But he like he really redefined Spider-Man. You know, adjectiveless Spider-Man. Like, yeah. The one that he had that came out like was the Spider-Man aesthetic for, like, the 90s, for, like, my childhood. Like, grew up, you know, it's the sprite design that they used for Baltimore's Capcom games and all this stuff, all the OG series. And they renumbered it, too, right? Yep. They renumbered it for him, so. Yep, and uh, I think up until that point, there had never been a Spider-Man comic that had, that was just Spider-Man. You know, it wasn't, like, 
We'll see. Um, and just, just I don't know. It's just so of its time. I mean, you know, it, it was just really jumped into the book. Where it's like the whole thing is like leading up to his fight with the lizard. It's not even like a shoot on the, the bottom of the page. It's like he's like things, and it's just such like a nineties thing. Or I mean, he's got like big hair and he's kind of cheap looking model and everything like that. And uh, I don't know. Just, just amazing. So he gets me this. He gets me a, a Spider-Man number one from nineteen ninety three. Like a year. This thing is older than I am. Like, and, and. Yeah, and it was signed by Todd McFarlane. And I was like, I opened it up, and it's got a really nice frame on it. It's a certificate of authenticity on the back and everything. It's a real deal. And uh, I was just like, I was so pumped that I had seen it. It's probably the best thing that I've seen. It's going to hang up right next to your diploma. Yeah. So, no, it's probably more valuable than <laughs> that's funny because I, I, I always talk about my death of Superman, right? I have an original original copy, pretty near mint condition. The, the bag is a little tattered, but the actual book itself is dingy. And I have that hanging up on my wall. So that's really cool that you now have, you know, something very special hanging up on your wall. That being said, gentlemen, uh, I felt one-upped by Dave. I felt uh, torn and tattered. And I'm not going to let Dave Clark get the better of me, all right? So I'm going to start with Tyler first, all right? So Ty, you, you, one thing I really like about you and I really respect is that you don't buy single issues, right, very often. You wait till trades come out, you get the reviews on them, and then you read them, right? Which shows to me that you really care about just these stories. For you, it's not the collection. It's not that hype about it. You really care about these characters, and that's really cool. But you don't have any single issues. So I uh, went into my own personal stash of my special single issues. Yeah. So Man, Malachi is only going to get one because his is a little bit more expensive. But for you, I am giving you my first print issue wow. of Batman number one, Capullo Snyder's Batman number one. Wow. Boarded up, hasn't been opened, hasn't been read. I have another version of it at home, but that's my boarded one. And then I have a Joker variant of Death in the Family. Wow. So please do not open these. Hang those up on the wall. Yeah. There you go, man. So there's no problem. So there's that for you. You, sir, right? So you you like Spider-Man a lot, and I had a lot of cool ones. So uh, there was a book in 93, all right? It was a a single, it was a three-part arc of Venom, right, called Venom, the Enemy Within, all right? And they made a couple different variants of it, and one of those variants had a glow-in-the-dark cover. So here is a near-mint condition version, the the think plastic's a little dingy, but the near mint condition oh of God. Venom Enemy Within, and I'm going to turn off the lights here real quick, guys, <laughs> and show you. This is a sweet cover. So, so your, your books, Tyler, they say like 10 bucks each on them. Those are a little bit going to be a little bit more than 10 bucks in a diet. Yeah. That book says 20 bucks. I got that from a liquor store. I bought Venom Enemy with them at a liquor store, and I knew what book that was, and I was like, this isn't the glow in the dark, is it? And I went like this, you know? I was like, holy crap, it is. I was like, hey, can I have this? And he's like, yeah, yeah. It's like 20 bucks, right? That's like almost a $100 book on eBay. Some people sell that for like 89 bucks. That's crazy. So, yeah, you now have that, and you now have those. I have single, Ben. I preached you. You, know you have your I first. Really, my, this run, we always joke, that's my friend, but it's kind of also, I'm going to kind of call myself out here. It's your starting point. This is the run that got me into comics because before it was all the cartoons, all the shows, I kind of read comics. Like, I'm at the library and I'm at the shelf like flipping through. But I read the Capullo and Snyder run. This is what really got me into like, I'm buying comics now. 
and so now it, it means a lot. now you have the and I bought that the day it came out, both of those the day it came out, and I've kept them in those boards ever since. So that's a good like good five years in boards. So and that I mean I, that's been around for forever. So so there you go, guys. What, what, do, you, what do we even say? I, know, I can't. I like I feel bad. I didn't bring shit. No, it's I okay. Know ben is the type of guy that seeing our faces right now is his gift. You guys know how important this podcast has been to me, and so I just wanted to kind of share appreciation with you guys for having a good time and doing what I love and sharing with me something that, like, I didn't really get to share with other people here, and uh, it's been awesome. So, and Kelsey and I are coming back, coming back strong. So when I leave or Kelsey leaves, Kelsey will get something cool from me. But uh, we're not going anywhere yet, guys. Okay, we'll be back texting each other. We gotta get something. So, guys... Here we are at the end. We love you, Malachi. We love you, Tyler. We'll see you soon. We'll have you back on. But, guys, as always, we're not going anywhere. So follow us on Twitter at Raving Geeks. Like us on Facebook. Download us on SoundCloud. Also download us and listen to us on our iTunes channel. Or you can find us at cm-life.com. Until next time, guys, same bad time, same bad network. <laughs> See you later, guys. Have fun. <laughs>